0: Hey, I'm Brendan Sinone. This is on the bench, and we got a special edition for you today. Uh, this is Josh Newberg's uh, continuation of his meet series, and uh, we're meeting a uh, a pretty avid and I don't want to say polarizing fan, but but someone who who loves FSU and and makes his love and passion uh, for FSU and, and uniforms and and social media uh, very evident. Josh, what do you got for us today?
1: Yeah, thank you. Uh, today, I'm going to sit down with Tarif Knockout. Um, Everybody on FSU Twitter knows him as the hashtag nobody's focus guy. Um, makes a lot of good points. Uh, he's Let's just call him consistent on Twitter. Uh, he, he does a really good job, though, of pointing out some things that I think are actually obvious uh, to the uniform, to FSU's brand. Some things that could be changed, some things that could be tweaked. Um, so we're going to sit down. Here we are a couple weeks out from the start of fall camp. It's a good time to uh, have a real conversation about these uniforms. So let's take a quick break. And on the other side, Tarif Knockout.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: And we're back. Uh, It's just me, Josh Newberg here on the bench. And this week I got my boy Tarif. You guys know him as Tarif knockout on Twitter. Um, He's the leader of nobody focused Twitter, you know, that little portion Nobody focused. I'm sure if you if you're on the app, you know what that is, as it pertains to FSU. But I got Tarif on here today to discuss uniforms and branding. Um, I feel like whenever uniform talk pops up, it's usually during the season because it's about something that the team's wearing. And at the time, everybody likes to cast it off and say there's bigger things to discuss. But it's July. We're still about two weeks out from camp. So let's talk uniforms. Uh, Tarif, what's up, man? Yo,
2: yo, what's up, Bert?
1: <laughs> Good to have you on here. here man. Yeah, no um, doubt, man. I have have had you on a couple platforms. Um, you're kind of the resident expert when it comes to all things uniforms, and I <laughs> wanted to I wanted to have a real conversation today, though, because I think when people see you on Twitter and see your consist let's say consistency, some people call what you do annoying, but you mm-hmm. do bring up some good points. Like even when I'm, I'm like, geez, Tarif is at it again. Like if I ever look at what you're actually saying about the uniforms, I'm like, man, that that everything he's saying actually makes sense. So, before we right. get started, I want to get everybody on the same page. Like we think FSU has some of the best uniforms in college football,
2: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I agree. Um, but you know, they could be a lot better. You know, that's what we was you no know, talking about off the record it's not like it's a bad uniform, you know, it's, it's still our garnet and gold, you know, Yeah, what, still the what spear.
1: makes the Florida state uniform so great? Get into that first. Let, let's talk positively about, you know, what is a, is the Florida state brand and what makes it so great?
2: Oh, uh, I mean, well, first, you know, the iconic spear on the helmet, you know, um, and, and we upgraded that in 2014 and, and I love the upgrade to the spear um, versus the old one. And um, I'm also a team, you know, new logo guy, you know, I, I like the new logo. I love the, I love the old logo as well, but I, I just think the new logo looks, um, you know, looks cleaner and it, and it's better for the overall branding. Um, you know, so we start there. And then of course with the, uh, you know, the garnet and goals, um, you know, just from the clean look, the traditional look. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, they did, they did some good, some good within it back in 2014, but, you know, we're on year six now and it, and it hasn't been any updates or anything like that. And you know, and as you look around, you got all these different, you know, Nike schools. Um, uh uh-huh. Tarif, we'll get, down. It. we'll get into. We'll get into. it. Okay. We'll get into it. But all I right. first, all, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, your passion for Florida State. Where does it come from? How did you get? Uh, you're twenty four seven. You're all things Florida State. Hell, you made the lethal simplicity. Everybody, you know, should remember Tarif from last year with the hit single yeah. Lethal Simplicity that, you know, it was a great song. The offense just didn't prove to be as great as the song.
2: Um, but Tarif, how did you <laughs> get into Florida State? Where'd you come from? Word. Yeah, Lethal Simplicity was ahead of its time. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, you know, my dad played you know, at Florida State. Uh, he played basketball 84 through 86. Uh was Thomas Mabry. Uh, he changed his name in 93 to uh, Tariq Abdulaziz. Um, so, you know, I, I've always grown up you know, a big FSU fan since I was in the, you know, the cradle, you know, I came out, my mom said I came out and I was doing the Tomahawk Chop. So, you know, my love and, you know, passion for Florida State, you know, runs deep, you know, just, you know, in the music thing, you know, you know as far as being a, you know, hip hop artist, you know, it just kind of went hand in hand. So, you know, with the song, you know, I just want to do something to get back, you know, Florida State, just for my love for Florida State and just my passion within music. So, you know, that's how Lethal Simplicity came. But, you know, anybody that know me, you know, they know that, you know, I, I bleed, garnet and gold. you know, like you said, 24-7. That's why we're on here, 24-7. in <laughs> so, uh, the uniform thing, you know, that was always, like, the aesthetics for me. You know, I've always been a guy like that in a weird way. You know, it's just, it's kind of like, that's what makes college football so great, you know, because you have all this pageantry within college yeah, football, yeah. and you got people who, who straight up just love college football, like through it through people that love recruiting. You got people who love marching bands, the cheerleaders, mm-hmm. like, so it's all those different, those different sects, like within it and uniforms and like field paint and like stuff like that. I've always been interested in like the, the process of painting the field and, you know, how does the field look, um you know, like the Rose Bowl, you know, that's like one of my favorite, like just overall, you know, the aesthetics of the field and the paint and just everything like that. So, you know, I've always, you know, been into uniforms, not just Florida State, but just, you know, within, like, any team. Like, I'm always looking at, like, like little small details. So, um, that's kind of, like, the nobody focus. You know, that's where it came about. Um, and just, like, you know, uh, my guy on there, uh, um, dang, what's his name? Damn. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm struggling to remember right now. Uh, but, yeah, he – it was back in January, and, you know, we was talking about uniforms like we do. Um, yeah, yeah, my boy, the guy, JT, you know, shot him out. You know, he was the one that was saying, man, he's like, boy, still talking about uniforms and nobody focused. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> that's where the whole thing came from. It's like, bro, it's January, like, you know, season's eight months away. Like, what do you, what you want me to go hit Taggart up, ask him about, like, recruiting? Or you want me to drop some plays? Like, I mean, just let me know what you want me to do, and, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that, but... You know, people but you know me point, for the uniforms. Yeah, and I want to get right into that.
1: They know you for the uniform talk. So, Tarif, what are your top three, top five? I mean, how many major changes do you see that need to be made and what are your major gripes?
2: Um, the the biggest one, of course, is the uh the gold numbers on our uniforms, on the home uniforms. That's number one, should be the number one priority to change. And you know, and it could be an done. easy change
1: too, right? Yeah,
2: It yeah, seems like, like yeah, it seems like it's a simple change. And you know, I heard all type of stuff like from from this point to like you know, uh, administration wants it to happen, but you know, this is a it's a twelve month process. And I'm like, it doesn't take that long for us to just get white numbers, even though you know, like it sounds like so easy, but um, you know, if our administration would focus or make the right phone calls, you know, I think that that could happen. Cause if you go back to, you know, 2014, um, when, you know, the first game of the year, Oklahoma state, uh, where we was in Dallas and FSU had the, the road away, we were all white and we had the gold numbers on those then. Um, so, you know, uh, you know, Mark Bonassart, you know, may rest in peace, you know, he put in the call mm. due to all the complaints from the fans and everybody that, you know that's not Florida State colors and the helmet was like this tan and pink pinkish face mask like it was yeah. terrible like the the debut of the whole new ignition tradition in quote you knows a mess and like in Florida State we've been reeling from that ever since and it's like it's a bad some bad juju on those uniforms man um you just look at the overall record since then you know we have just been declining and um and and he was able to put that call in And I think that's where you lose
1: some people. I think that's where you lose some people when you start. Now, I agree with you on the on the uniform talk like that in itself does need to change. But I I have a hard time. You really do correlate this with losing.
2: Oh, yeah. I I think it has some (laughs) part to it. (laughs) And like the funny thing is, um, well, like back to the point, like those those away uniforms was changed Mm -hmm. by the Louisville game. Uh, yeah. The last game FSU Wurthos was versus uh, versus NC State, and then we took we had like a off week, and then the next time they debuted out was versus Louisville, and they had the Garnet numbers, and the the helmets got changed uh, like week three versus Clemson by the because the Citadel game, and Oklahoma State game, we had the weird looking gold helmets, but um uh, but yeah man, I, I think it does because you know Jimbo um, a lot of people don't know this, but Jimbo was the um he was the main guy that that wanted gold numbers. And, um, you know, that's what I got from the source and he wanted to change. And basically he wanted to, you know, distinct himself from Bobby and the tradition and completely start his own type of, uh, you know, tradition within Florida state, because originally all the designs, none of them had gold numbers on the home uniform. So when they came back, it was like, Oh, this is a, you know, that's a huge surprise. You know, that these are gold numbers. And then like. There's a picture of Jameis wearing this all gold helmet, like with a gold face mask. And that was mm-hmm. a, all part of the, of the design. Like, who the hell signed off on this? And, like, we went 60 years of white numbers. And then all of a sudden it's like you want to make this flip to gold. And we've been getting confused for Boston College ever since. You know, uh, just this past NFL draft, uh, Trey Wingo, uh said numerous times that brian burns played for boston college like if that wasn't like a a big big enough wake-up call for you know the people who are making these decisions then i don't know what else they need to hear and like like you said people can say that you know that i'm being annoying or like or um you know i'm talking about uniforms too much online you know i've heard that and like people just hating but you know it's like you know like you said a lot of what i'm saying is all facts. even if I go on my rant for, you know, a couple of tweets, you know, it's all facts and, um, you know, and they can say what they want, you know, and then, then I had Jameis co-sign on it, you know, Jameis tweeted out my petition. So yeah, I, mean, I was going to, I was going to
1: say, so you started, right. You started banging this drum and I saw it as noise. Yeah. I saw it, you know, what you're doing, but, at some point, and I, you know, I think you should keep doing what you're doing. It's it's on Twitter. It's all in fun. Everybody on there is a fanatical FSU fan, as is. So keep doing what you're doing. Right. But when right. I did take time to like think about what you were actually saying, some of the suggestions, especially the white numbers, I was like, yeah, this seems so simple. Why should it not? And I think other people are. You had Jameis Winston tweet out a petition. <laughs> To get the white numbers changed to get it changed back to white numbers. How did you feel when you started getting traction this offseason with the movement?
2: Man, that was crazy. Um, cause I I was up early. It was like around 6 a.m. and Jameis was online like talking about our uniforms. He was like, Man, <laughs> bring back the bring back the white numbers. And he was on Instagram talking it too. I am like, yo, what's going on? So then I was like, I'm just gonna tweet at him, like, yo. I was like yo check out this petition I did Jay-Boo like I'm behind it you know on um, to get our white numbers back and he liked it and then he retweeted it and then he posted it on his um on his personal account and um you know and I was just wild and you know shout out That's to Brandon. Awesome. um you no know, he he did it you know he did a story on it but um but yeah the white numbers you know they definitely got to come back um also you know if we could get rid of the the shoulder caps with the tribal You know, I I think that should be reduced down. Um, I I tweeted out last week. You know, like the, know the perfect, the peak perfection of Florida State uniform was 2013. Um, I I thought that was our cleanest look, and it was the right gold on the on the pants. It it wasn't like this Dijon mustard looking, where like if it rains or or whatnot, it starts looking all weird and tacky. Um, So you know, I I would get rid of the shoulder caps and reduce them down, like right to under the uh, shoulder piping um also if you if you ever noticed the, the seminal head is missing on on one side of the pants it's only on on the right side now believe. I have not there's noticed that head. yeah there's, there's no there's no more two seminal heads on either side of the um of, See that's of, exactly know, what pants. I'm talking
1: about that's exactly what I'm talking about like you yeah. bring up things that might be annoying to most people but when you think about it it's like wait why is the seminal logo not on both sides like that that right, why did exactly. they wear it like that for so long and then
2: not and that? then they want to yeah yeah it, it makes absolutely no sense and like it goes back again like nobody focused like who <laughs> who signed off on this and who who's like okay this is great like you know, if you look at all the, you know, quote unquote, traditional schools that that made uniform changes or anything like that across the years, they've kept them pretty simple. And um, and, and I tell people, you know, like jokingly, but this is the honest truth. If, if this was at Florida and Florida designed new uniforms and they put orange numbers on their home blue uniforms, then I guarantee that that would have been changed immediately by administration or whoever. Um, because it's just ran different like it's like it's their administration's brand different down there um you know they have uh they have some type of you know it's a, a better energy and connect with um with Nike I'm not sure what's the relationship we developed maybe you know with you know with Taggart leaving I don't know how Phil Knight feels about that so it's just crazy like why yeah why that's, would my both, why would off? That, that's my Is big that, uh, conspiracy that's my beef yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah that's what I think I mean Why, you know, what incentive we know that Phil Knight, I mean, hell Phil Knight went out of his way to pay Jim Levitt, $1.3 million to not coach this season, just so he wouldn't go to FSU last year. Right. Um, (laughs) Phil Knight was not happy about Willie Taggart leaving after one season and Phil Knight pulls all the strings at these Nike schools, because let's be honest at one point was it, it wasn't the combat uniforms. Maybe it was, but remember in Oh five, Oh six, when Nike singled out 11 schools is like, they're, they're like, uh, it was Ohio state, Texas, Florida, Florida state. There was a few others, but they were among these elites of, of Nike. Yeah. Why does it seem like we're, you know, treading water right now and can't get anything done? Is that, is that Nike? Is it the school Where, What's happening?
2: Um, I think it's more on our end versus, uh, versus Nike and like in our contract, um, which expires in you know, 2024, but within, within like the stipulations or whatnot, Nike, Nike has rights where they can, you know, come in and, you know, make suggestions, but ultimately it comes down to Florida state. It comes down to us. If we want to make any changes. And I think that's where we're at now. We're at a crossroad where it's like we have some people over here who want changes, and then you have another group of individuals who, who don't care or, you know, not focused on that because right now it's all about we need to be winning and everything like that. But it's like, yo, like, you see the changes and you, you see how we look, like, all the way up into 2013. And it just, it, you know, it really baff- baffles me now looking back on it right after winning the national championship that we, you know, go about with this whole new rebrand and remarketing of new uniforms. And, like, I'm fine with the new logo. Like, say you want to do new logos and, you know, make some minor adjustments to the, the uniforms. Okay, that's fine. But, like, you know, we completely just went, like, right still with this and, like, didn't know what to expect. So, uh, you know, it would have been real interesting to be that, that fly on the wall. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm not... I'm not sure what you know. Like I said, I don't know who's in charge as far as making that call to Nike and be like, "Yo, what's up?" And um, you know, that's just something that I'm I'm really trying to tap into is, is like, where's the communication lines? Why why is certain lines open or is the line busy or is it just just dis- disconnected all together? Are we blocked on um, you know, on social media? Like, <laughs> what's going on, man? We we can't get nothing. You got Stanford out here getting new uniforms. You got all these different schools, and that's why I started the other hashtag, everyone but FSU. Um, <laughs> yeah. so just- you did
1: make a point.
2: I mean, you know, I would have never seen
1: this, but you retweet, like, every new uniform launch. And it does sure as hell seem like there's been a lot of new uniform launches. And for Florida State, just to change the white numbers, certainly doesn't seem like a big deal when you see how extravagant some of these rollouts have been. It's schools like Baylor and, you know, a lot lesser tier programs than, than a Florida State, who has been – a long time kind of uh, benchmark for Nike, really. So, but oh, yeah. Tarif, the 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 Tarif haters out there will also point to things like the Athlon article that dropped today that rate the ACC uniforms. Now, <laughs> Athlon says FSU has the number one uniform in the ACC, and they put Boston College, who nearly has an identical <laughs> uniform, at number fourteen, very last. Um, The article came out today. So are we just maybe too sensitive? Are we too close to the situation where we think that these changes need to be made, but the national perception is that they don't, or did, did Athlon get it wrong?
2: Uh, Athlon's not focused, man. Nobody over Athlon (laughs) is focused. But, um, you know, I, I still would put our uniforms in the top five, even with those gold numbers. Um, Because like the away ones are clean, like that That white with the um, garnet numbers and the gold, or you know, of course, if we pack the garnet pants and even our all white, like those are all clean. But um, no, I think I think Pittsburgh, um, I think they should be up there. North Carolina definitely. I think North Carolina. I would move North Carolina. I would slide them up um, and and probably put Pitt two. No, we'll we'll be in the top five. But yeah, I don't think I don't think they got it right, you know. And um, you know, I love Florida State. Like and like we said at the beginning, we don't we don't hate the uniforms they, mm-hmm. they look good but you know it could be so much better and um and it's just like you know anytime i tweet out a pic with the white number edit it just naturally feels right because you know it's like well duh like whoever whoever's been a seminole fan that's still alive um you know even karen would be like uh you know these are you know the white She's numbers still alive. Look good because that's, <laughs> that's
1: all we that's all we know but yeah no i agree um but Florida State has made some changes at a branding level. I mean, the way that they paint the field, um, yeah. you know—how how is that decision made? They made changes. They thought through it, and they did a good job, I think, of, of the way that they painted the field. Um, they brought back yeah. the old end zones. They changed kind of the way that they do it. So are those the same decision makers that, that would be making white numbers a, a, a possibility?
2: Um, yeah. Potentially. Um. You know. And I love the new field. I love the garnet, the all garnet end zone. Um. And everything. And you know, even when when Taggart brought back the you know the, the old school end zones. Yeah. For for the spring game last year, and then um versus V Tech. Uh. But then like then again like if if we if we market this thing perfectly, like Florida State could have, they could have a whole new set of the uniforms. Let's say like 2013 style, but with the new tribal design on the collar and then on the on the bottom of the sleeve and -hmm. then we go back you know we keep the new spear but also throw in a throwback for there man um uh that can be used for that occasion and the perfect throwback would be the 1997 the work done with like the yellowish number and uh snoop had posted uh snoop minutes posted a, a pic of his his throwback on there um with that jersey with that same style and template and I think if FSU, you know, if we got us just one throwback that can go and we could use that periodically, like, it don't have to be every year. But, like, I mean, look at Florida. They're getting their 1960-whatever uniforms for a throwback game this year. Like, who made that call? Like, so within the last year, somebody at UF has been planning that. They call Nike and boom, there you go. You got a new uniform just like that. Like, somebody's not making the call. And, you know, I've been hearing, like, we got things in the works. you know, you just got to relax a uh, 2020 this, or <laughs> 2020 that. I'm like, okay, but like, look at Arkansas. Arkansas just rolled out, just rolled out their throwback home uniform. They they have their original set that they have from last year. And then they got their throwback and, um, you know, the traditional look that Arkansas fans love. And when they rolled that out, I mean, Arkansas fans were just over the roof excited. And you'd be surprised at just what some simple uniform change could do to a fan base morale, especially ours right now. Cause we're kind of like, we don't know what to expect coming into this year, but you know, that would be a boost of confidence right there. Just to like, okay, we, we hear you. And that's the thing. Like they know, like when I go over there, they know, like, man, we see your stuff, like they're, they're tweet watching, like they see what I'm saying, but like, yo, we need to be proactive with this, you know? So if it yeah. takes 12 months, like they're saying for Nike to make full overall changes, then like that phone call should already been made for next year. And if it's not, you know, we're in the danger zone again of going on year seven. Like we can't even get a template update and with the material. Like FSU is going on, going on now year six now with the same uniform design with that little split right in the middle on um, the same one that John Franklin wore, the same one that Malik Henry wore. It's the same heavy. It's a heavy-looking uniform. And uh, when you look at all these new teams, they're getting this new design and fabric. You know, that's six years of old material. Like we have to update that because the times are changing. That's six year old material. I mean, that's a, the smallest things like that to make a change. It's like somebody who's an Olympic swimmer. You know, if they you know they shave their legs and whatnot. So if you got a swimmer out here that still has some, some pricklies or whatnot, then they're going to be just <laughs> a slight advantage. And like <laughs> even to the small things like that. Like who knows? But like. Yeah man, but I mean that's the stuff I look at and, and I know I know like psychologically, you know, that can have an effect just as small. And you want to feel with Nike, Nike's all about innovation and feeling like you're at the lead of the lead and you got the newest yeah. of the new. Right now Florida State doesn't have the newest of the new. No, those, you know, I agree psychologically, with that. I agree with that. Yeah, they don't. They, it's a, it's a whole bunch of old stuff they have. And um you know, who who knows who's making those calls just like with the black cleats, you know, I like the black cleats, but they're black and white. Like how hard is it to hit Nike up and be like, yo, we need some black with gold swoosh on mm-hmm. our cleats some black with garnet and gold, you know, I mean, cause we, it's not, we're not black and white, you know, it, it should be some gold in there. So who knows? Like I've, if I were, if I were betting, I haven't been in the locker room or anything, I guarantee they still got those black and white cleats. And it was kind of last minute, like, oh, we're going to be wearing our black uniforms this year. We need to get black cleats. But this year it's like you got a guy and you got a guy in charge you know what he wants but like who's going to make the call to make that happen? And yeah. I just don't know, man. There's nobody
1: focused, bro. Well, one of the things that nobody's been focused on for a long time has been FSU social media and just their presence in general across all platforms. I know one of the things that drives you nuts is the fact that FSU Equipment hasn't tweeted in you probably know this to the day right now. How long has it been since FSU Equipment is tweeted. Um, they haven't tweeted
2: since September. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, they retweeted uh, the Janaris Robinson um, when he did the GoFundMe from the All right. The but, my is, but my point is, but my
1: point is, the the administration has taken a step to improve their social social media presence. They hired yeah. our boy, everybody's boy, in FSU Twitter, uh, K uh, Camp, your friend's camp. And you have been a longtime supporter that he should get this job Uh, a little behind the scenes, but uh, are you, uh, you happy to see this move being made? Do you think it'll pay off for FSU?
2: Yeah. Yeah. K camp the homie. So, you know, that's a, that's a huge hire, you know, um, for Florida state overall, um, from a graphic standpoint, we already know, you know, K camp's one of the, one of the best out as far as with, you know, with recruit graphics, recruit rollout. I mean, Even has even got guys that don't even commit to Florida State hitting them up, you know, wanting to do that. So for us to get to get an actual fan up in there and somebody that we all can get behind and support, I think that was huge. Um, So it'd be interesting to see how uh, how they use them. Um, It's not it's not a direct hire under Taggart, but he would he'll be under um, he'll be under Elliot Finebaum in um, the overall, uh, like, digital team like that. But but he's still going to be incorporated with the football team, of course. And that's, that's where he's you – know, that's his best value and asset for us on social media. And um, even the account, like, the actual football account, man, the energy over there is just, you know, totally different now. You know, um, whoever's been doing it, they've been doing a great job, you know, rolling it out. And, um, like, I mean, we had joked about it, like, last, before the spring game. You know, it was just – was time to hit a reset on all of that yeah they, and, and um, they did and
1: doesn't it make you feel good though that that these decisions are being made I mean they're they're paying attention to what the fans had been saying um, they yeah. caught a lot of flack for the edits they caught a lot of flack for the other person that was handling the uh, Twitter and Instagram accounts and they yeah. made changes so maybe can we be a little bit hopeful that uniforms are next yeah that's <laughs>
2: that's the key <laughs> right there I mean and they listening and like, and I've been here in 2020, you know, that's been the, the mumbles now. And, and like, and honestly, that was my whole goal, you know, was by 2020. Yeah. But, um, But I was trying to push for it because I knew about this 12 month thing for like, if we're going to just overall the whole uniforms, which I think we should do. But, um, but I was like, man, just to get the white numbers changed. Like how hard is that? That cannot be, that should not be able to take 12 months for us to get some numbers when we go back to 2014 and it was it was able to be done within two mo- less than two months, four weeks. We got new road uniforms. So it's like, you know, we can save those excuses. But, you know, man, we'll, we'll see. I'm, if I'm a betting guy, I'm not. But, I, you know, if we roll out to Boise State, we're going to have our traditional home uniforms on with the gold numbers and not the white numbers.
1: Yeah. Okay, so before I let you – so I wanted to get your prediction on what FSU was, is going to wear for that game. you think they're going to go traditional home?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's my that's my vibe I'm catching is going we're going to be traditional home gold numbers. Um uh, you no, know, traditional home, I think Boise's going to go all blue. Um that's just my feeling. I think it's going to be a a color on color type game, which would be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that is I think that'll look I think that'll look good on a neutral site. Um you know, if they wear their all blue blue helmets and you know we go traditional home, um but yeah, I I uh I did my way too early uniform prediction. Um, I put that out a while back. I'll probably do one more like this week or something. My final one with my uniform predictions. Last year I, I had seven uniform combinations correct, which was uh, I think six or seven. Either way, I, I had more uniform predictions than wins, which yeah. is not good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I don't so, want to be picking more uniform combos than victories.
1: Yeah. So but, uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you before we get out of here. Is what do you what do you think your favorite uniform combo is going to be like? Is there going to be a throwback? Is there going to be an all another all black? Like, what do you think will be the best uniform FSU wears in twenty
2: nineteen? Oh well, of course you know it's, it's always we pack the garnet pants. You know I, I just love that look. Gold go liz white top, garnet pants. um I'm fine with that. I love the all white, um, a, a, a sleeper one. Okay, the sleeper combo I I got that that you might see this year is a, uh, it's the gold lid, white top and black pants. Um, I don't know if you watched Last Chance You, but they uh, if you've seen this new season, they wore that same like combo in one of these games, and it looked you know it looked clean, and I think it would look good for um for us. And uh, it was a rumor we was supposed to wear them last year versus Miami, um, but you know the way the season went, um you know you no know, Tagger just wanted to go with traditional road for that game. So you know, depending on how the season go, you know, that, that might be the one we see. Um you know, all garnet as well. You know, I'm uh I'm a fan of it. So yeah, but yeah, Pat the Garnet Pants would be, be number one.
1: Okay. At Tarif Knockout on Twitter, uh, what's your Instagram account?
2: Yeah, everything Tarif Knockout, T A R E E F knockout. Um I got my album being finished, mixed and mastered uh, local rapper on the way i got some i got some big stuff you know in the works you know next month or two and i can't really get into detail but okay. when it Ooh. drops you know i'll let you i'll let y'all know what's going down but you know it's want that really exclusive dope. yeah 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 for sure yeah I, I, i'll let you know you know i got some bird
1: <laughs> all right tarish so so gotta put you on the spot one last time though before i let you go uh one you okay. uti- all those uniform combos that you said one's got to go what uniform combo for fsu you
2: get rid of oh man um if well no, technically i would get rid of the traditional home with the gold numbers but <laughs> yeah, you you, know that...
1: you would get rid of the traditional like you really no, with would... <laughs> the gold
2: with the gold numbers i love the traditional oh, okay not okay. the gold numbers yeah if i I mean, if I had to, it would be the the uh, I guess the all black uniforms, um, yeah. just with that that alternate lid. I think I don't they like need that. to do something with that with that lid, um, the two tone, and it's still not that actual garnet. Purple. It's like a, a purplish.
1: Yeah, it's it looks pur- it looks it's weird. It's clearly man. purple. Like anybody that looks yeah. at that helmet, it's purple.
2: Yeah, especially when the light hits, it's like, yo, that's definitely purple. Um, but yeah, they you know they they need to get rid of that, either just make it all black or like all garnet. And, um, and and leave it at that. But like they said again, man, um, these are these are just simple change. I think I think we need somebody in charge of that, you know, um, just from a perspective. And it sounds like, you know, something that's trivial, but somebody that's up to date with, you know, with the fashion and, and what's trending and what's not, you know, just to put in some different input. Um, I think they need some more youth and vibrance over there. With, with um, within the administration, to you know, to look at things that you know, hey, let's try this, or I think this will go good. Um, so we'll see, man. But yeah, I'll, I'll get rid of that the two tone helmet for sure.
1: Tarif, knockout. Appreciate your time. Thank you for sitting on the bench and going in depth on these uniforms, man. I, I really thank you. Thank you very much.
2: Oh yeah, appreciate you, Berg, and um, you know, hopefully I was insightful. You know, this was this was fun. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to it, man. Um, I might be at, I might be at Saturday Night Live. You in, you in there? Let me know. Let's go. I don't know if it, is it open to the public.
1: I think so. Yeah, you can sit in the stands.
2: Okay. Cool. Cool. So. Yeah. Yeah. Just let me know. And now we getting ready, man. We about you no know, thirty some days out from Boise. Um hmm So you know, it's a lot of lot of excitement and nerves for that, man. But you know, time I got to get a good focused about this team. Yeah. Yeah. Time to get focused, man. <laughs>
1: all right Tarif. thanks man talk to you soon
2: all right thanks thanks bro i'll let you that was
1: Tarif knockout uh very insightful very opinionated and in my opinion i think he's right on a lot of this stuff
0: i i think Tarif speaks for like i don't say you know it's impossible for one voice to speak for all the fans but I think there are a lot of people behind his movement because he does make a lot of sense. I think you kind of pointed out, Josh, that Tarif does sometimes uh, he, he harps on the same thing over and over and over again. And it's a constant mm-hmm. on his timeline, but that's because it's something that's passionate to him. And it's something that's passionate about a lot of people or to a lot of people. Um, and, and he makes good points about, I think one, uh, just simple fixes, not being fixed timely, uh, that something that the fan base or, you know, prominent figures like a Jameis Winston want, uh, why something like that like the like the gold numbers uh being removed isn't isn't fixed and i think those are legitimate gripes that he has a lot of what he says is legitimate so man that was that was good it was refreshing he he makes his points so you can agree or disagree but but he has you know insight and information you know on his side when he does these just aren't things he's thinking of he has actual background and detail and cares about it and that that comes off man that was a good interview
1: yeah, I, I enjoyed it, and I, and I didn't want to make it a joke. I want to have him on and really talk about this stuff because, like you said, he does make um, some really good points, and there's a time and place for everything, and camp starts on August 2nd, so I figured this was the time and the place to do a little uniform talk, so thank you.
0: I, I, I agree. Uh, it's a good timing. Mean, this is uh, the the mid-July. You know, Chris and I spent about 20 minutes on the last podcast talking about the weights and gains of of. Of players so this is the time of year where where you get into the minutiae uh hey do you remember last year we had lethal simplicity uh we had we had to read lethal simplicity as our intro yeah i was oh yeah it was our intro the
1: is the intro song yeah, yeah. And, and, I
0: it, and, I, and, I, and i and you know my editing skills it took me like an hour to get it down to what i needed to and, and brought it in and it sounded really cool and then you know, then the Virginia Tech game happened. And yeah, I, was like, yeah, I would probably need to, Again, <laughs> to yeah. not play Lethal simplicity anymore. I really feel bad for him because like that
1: song was actually good, and um, it kind of takes on a whole new you you see it from a different perspective after the season. But
0: maybe they could dust it off if they uh, you know, Dolphins gets uh, on the right track a little bit. Like they
1: don't need to be explosive for me. I new. think, hey, like, but, like Tarif said, we got bigger things to be focused on. All right? All right, we got to get these white numbers back. That's what I'm all worried. Right.
0: All right, let's 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 wrap it up because I know you got things to do. i got things to not do. Um, I think we're can we we're at 450 uh, five-star reviews on iTunes, so you know what that means. I could start pestering people about five-star reviews again. Do you want to do it, though? You're better at it than I am. Yeah, can you like guys that.
1: go ahead, uh, like us on iTunes, subscribe, do all that kind of stuff. Drop us a five-star review. And, hey, if you're also in the mood, go tell a friend about us. That's the biggest thing you could do, so thank you
0: on the bench takeover all right josh thanks uh thanks for hosting this one this was fun i think it is again it's something a little bit different in the off season uh, in the next day or so be on the lookout for our saturday night ah, saturday night live preview with chris knee uh we'll have that on the bench it'll be really in depth with josh and chris uh, and i'll tag along a little bit too uh, but we'll give you guys a preview of what to expect What what's shaping up to be a a pretty uh, a pretty cool uh, cool event. I don't think it'll be quite as big as last year, but I think there's still going to be a lot of names. Josh, are you expecting a couple surprises? Always. Always. Always stay ready. So be on the lookout for that. Again, I think probably Thursday evenings when we'll drop it, maybe Friday morning, but something for you guys to listen to ahead of uh, of Saturday's event. So uh, for Josh Newberg, I'm Brendan Stanone Thanks to Tarif Knockout for joining us. This is On the Bench. Stick in the landing.